Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me on uh, Instagram at HyperCleanStore. Best way to get in contact, though, is go to Facebook, HyperClean Specialist, or shoot me a text direct, 918-800-1188. Joined today by Greg Masterson. You can find him at Masterson's Wax on most platforms, or if you're on TikTok, Masterson's Car Care, and uh, reach out to him direct, 562-335-2053. Also joined today by Sean from Orbis X. You can find him at Orbis X Inc. on Facebook. Best way to get in touch, though, shoot him an email, sean at orbisx.ca. And this is the Reunion IPA, right? So as we continue in uh, my little journey through this Sam Adams pack that I picked up, this is the Reunion IPA. I drank it yesterday. It's okay. It's, I don't know. It's nothing special. I would never get it again, but... I, I like it, my IPAs. I like it to be a little bit more, a uh, little bit more fruity. You know, I, I've enjoyed uh, the uh, Citra IPA. Are you, Sean? Do you do you jump in? But in holidays, like I like to get something unique, right? Like this is what's cool about these little packs. Like, do you ever jump in to get something random on the holidays? Yeah, for sure. They usually uh, the store near us. They usually have these kind of like. I don't know, holiday buckets kind of thing. And then they, well, they call them buckets, but it's a box and it just has <laughs> random things. They're, they're drinks from different countries usually. And so they'll feature, you know, like, uh, oh, these are, this is the Europe edition and they'll have like, you know, a few little countries that, that made some drinks there and stuff like that. So usually I, I like to test things out because you only live once. There's so much to try on this planet. So yeah, I do like <laughs> to dive in, you know? <laughs> I like it. It's kind Greg, of the motto for everything. <laughs> Greg is into mixing his own drinks. So yeah. Do you, do you ever... Do you ever switch up or do you have just a regular holiday drink? You're like, hey, every holiday I make this drink. Boom. That's no, it. I just I just drink whatever I feel like drinking. There's so many cocktails out there. You, you can just make endless amount of cocktails. So uh, <laughs> it up, you know, something might feel like drinking old fashioned. I might feel like drinking an aviation. I don't know. Might feel like drinking a, um, a tequila based drink. It just depends on the, the month. But do you have like a signature one, though? Is there like a Masterson's cocktail? Is there a no? No, okay. Uh, the Masterson's cocktail is booze. <laughs> as long as it's not that Jersey Turnpike, I'm okay. <laughs> Jersey, what, what's a Jersey Turnpike? Oh man, <laughs> there was this. There was this episode we <laughs> whew, we did before me and Marty, and uh, basically the end of the night when there's little bits of all the drinks left. Oh, the bar. Find them all. You know that place. You know that pl thing on the bar that like that, that big plastic thing or rubber thing that they yeah, always uh -huh. their drinks on. Yeah. yeah. Whatever falls into there at the end, they pour it out. And that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do people, do people get like paid to drink that? I should hope so. Like, I mean, there wouldn't be a dollar amount big enough for me to be honest. But, well, I don't know. No. <laughs> I mean, what happens if it's unbelievable? <laughs> Be like, that's all I drink. Now. They're like, oh my <laughs> god, that's all I drink now. You thought mixing all the sodas was great? Try this. Yeah, try this. Jeez. So, Greg, uh, the uh, the Doc Holiday look, man, I, I'm really digging it. Are you yeah, going to yeah. out the full <laughs> twist and do that uh, on the mustache? No. <laughs> I don't 
<laughs> Looking you, good uh, though. So if you don't make drinks, do you do? Uh, I I used to grow a beard when I because you know we'll go skiing uh, during the holidays. I used to grow a beard, but now I, I just got tired of doing it because my beard takes so long to grow and it's okay. Are you lucky problem to have? Do you do you normally change up your uh, style around the holidays? Is that no? Like I change out whenever I feel like it. <laughs> life, you got to do whatever you feel like it. There's always, you know, I've realized in life, there's, there's two different types of people. The people that just do things that feels good and do things that they want to do. And then there's the people that have to do things all the same way forever. <clears throat> like, like every Christmas I get up and I watch this film and I drink this yeah. drink that, that's and I you. do this uh, thing. They're like very yeah. traditional, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to watch the Elf right i have to watch certain movies. bad santa right yeah there's oh yeah that's that you have to yeah watch. yeah yeah there's 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 people that have to do that right but then i realized that by talking and meeting so many people that these types of people <clears throat> the traditionalism it leaks into everyday life and then their whole life is one giant tradition <laughs> every day they have to do the same thing that they did last year at that same time and are they living in like a circle matrix <laughs> it's the truman show i hope so i like i literally that's the way i kind of started when i got into business it was every two weeks and sometimes every week right so well actually most yeah about 50 50 almost of my business as a mobile detailer was going someplace that they knew they would be booked and we'd send out emails every two weeks or they were a regular customer that was every week. So I've always patterned my life for the past 20 years on a two week cycle. And then when I got into chemicals yeah. and would start making deliveries, it was people I would see every week, people I see every two weeks. So yeah, I, I guess I am kind of that way, man. I, I do things that I like to have like regular churns, like a piston up and down, just boom, boom. Working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I cannot, as a person, I cannot do that. Oh, it's I tough, feel, yeah. Yeah, because I feel like when I start doing that, you already know what's going to happen next year at that time, at this date. And I feel like I'm just living a repetitive cycle of shit. And so <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, this sucks. And you know, I met somebody, I was talking to somebody who works for another company, his name's Steve. And Steve, um, he was, he, he actually ran a detailing shop that um, uh, made like a million a year. But he was just tired of the cycle of just doing the same shit every day mm. and being in this rat race. So what he did was he sold his business and then he sold his house for like $200,000, he said. And then with the $200,000, he bought um, a like uh, a trailer and a truck, like a, okay. a nice truck and a huge trailer. And him and his wife and his four kids they all live in this huge trailer. It's like a large, oh, nice. and they just park it wherever <laughs> they want to park and they live wherever they want to live and they homeschool their kids and they live a, a completely like free lifestyle. They, he's like this, this month I'm living in Florida and ne next month uh, I might go to Texas, That's you know, crazy. and he works for, a, a, works for another company, uh, a coding company, and he does training and consulting for this coding company. He was telling me the coding company was like, Hey, so, uh, uh, so where do you live? He's like, wherever I want. <laughs> He's like, well, I need you to send my paycheck to this PO box or this mailbox, but I might be in another state next month. You never know. That's crazy. Like, well, that would suck if you don't get back to that state for a while to go pick up your paycheck. Yeah. Jeez. Maybe they get to 2021 and do some like auto draft at least, or maybe yeah, yeah. cash app or something.
Yeah. Oh man. Well, speaking about driving around, this is this is an interesting time of this season, right? So the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, you just pile it kind of all in together, right? It's it's the busiest time for road trips, right? And like that's the thing, I guess, is the reason why Sam Adams put in this, you know, pack a reunion IPA. Because yeah, I get it. Like it's a great time to go meet up with family and go do a bunch of crazy things yeah. that are a lot of times exactly. are traditional, right? Yeah. So but before we get to that, right? Any fun, just random road trip, right? Just a, a road trip that you, you just, it could, it could have been random or planned, but your favorite fun story of a road trip, Sean? Um, that's a good one. No? Yeah, I'd say, well, there was a, something weird that happened, but it was, it was actually awesome. We, so we used to live abroad. So we were living abroad and we lived near this jungle. We had never actually gone to sea, but there was, there was monkeys in this jungle. We, for some reason, never got a chance to go see. So one day we decided we were going to drive past there. It was just like hidden beach. We went to the hidden beach. It was awesome. We had a blast. But uh, that was at? fun. Uh, so we're living in Grenada. It was near Venezuela, uh, kind of. Um, yeah, it was the closest thing I'd say, Venezuela or Trinidad. Um, so we're living down there. It was a three-hour boat ride to Trinidad. And uh, we had a couple of businesses down there. Um, but we, we lived near this place, Granitang, and we never actually went to see the monkeys. But then we went to this beach that was nearby. And that should have been the highlight of the day, right? Going to the beach, some drinks, you know, this and that. And that was fun. But the way back, we got lost. And we were in, I had this thing, it was called the Nissan Sunny. I guess the North American equivalent, maybe the Ultima. I don't know. It was by Nissan, but it was called Sunny. Uh, it, it was garbage. When I bought it, the back windows had to be uh, propped up with wood to hold the glass up. Like it was just, it, it was, but down there, the import taxes were 275% on cars. So the vehicles that are there, they're all old, they're, they're run down. And then plus you have to pay like environmental fees in case they have to trash it, stuff like that. They just dump it in the ocean. I'm sure it's, it's terrible. But uh, anyway, so we went on this road trip and uh, we're in this Nissan Sunny broken down thing. And it kept overheating. So we had to keep pouring water into it, keep pouring water. So we finally, we end up, it's, it's now, by the time we finally get back, it's starting to get dark and we're driving through this jungle and we're on top of this big mountain and things starts to overheat. So we pull over <laughs> and my buddy jumps out. First thing he does is he just pops off the cap and it goes flying in the air. Now it's pitch black. There's no lights or anything. We're in the middle of the jungle. And that's when we started to hear like the movement in the trees and the monkeys started to come in. So, and these things were huge. And so we started to get scared because they're, they're pretty aggressive. And when they're in a pack, you know, they don't know what you're there for. They might have babies and they think you're coming into, you know, so we're freaking out. So there's five of us now looking in the jungle, trying to find this cat. We're just like looking around, trying not to run into these monkeys. Anyway, we finally gave up. We couldn't find it. We go back to the car. My buddy says, you know, none of us thought we should have taken the light from our phone and shined it into the engine. So he shines in the engine. The cap went straight in the air and straight back down. Didn't hit anything inside and just fell right on the ground. So it was sitting there on the ground and we didn't hear it. So it didn't hit anything. Anyway, so we popped it back on after we topped it up. We're back on our way. But honestly, us being like all scared together in the jungle, like we were going to get killed by these things. Like, <laughs> we thought we're apes, you know, but they're, they're, they're little monkeys. <laughs> anyway, that, that, that was fun. That was you know yeah but yeah <laughs> that was a road trip <laughs> <laughs> nice greg any uh hard to top the monkeys in venezuela with your drone on the ground looking for a cap but uh yeah. uh you know anything you got venezuela man that's a that's a trip <laughs> dude like wow yeah that's, it's, 
you know, other countries, yeah. doing road trips in other countries is crazy, yeah. scary. You know, I've done a lot of road trips because I was like young because yeah, yeah. a lot of time to drive anywhere. Of um, course, take more know, risks, you know, more your but, father. Greg, I think you big more on uh, motorcycle trips. Is that yeah, kind of yeah, more you, yeah. isn't it? You, yeah, you like to I just like, go yeah. cruise. Yeah, just I like great motorcycle trips. And then like uh, earlier this year, I took a five day, just like a five day road trip just across the whole state That's of California. Wicked. And I just rode for wow. five days. And I rode through the desert. I rode through like everything, rode through the desert, rode through the mountains. I rode the coast, the whole Big Sur. That was amazing. And even sometimes I don't even got to be driving. I, I, uh, you can be a passenger. Like, oh, so when I was like in my early twenties, I was hanging out with these hippies and these hippies dosed me with some LSD. And, oh, I, and, and so I, we, I was in the passenger seat of this car and they had to drive me from Laguna beach to Huntington beach, which is only like a few miles, but it was, the, it was just a crazy road trip. Just That's looking at nuts. all the cool stuff. You know what I mean? So you could just be a passenger in a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the and best sometimes. To, yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to be driving road trips are just that cool. You know, sometimes, yeah. sometimes you want to be a passenger. I kind of want to be driven one time from LA to Vegas in a limo. <laughs> I, really, I, I really want, I really want. And I want to know like how, how much of a party we can party on the whole way to Vegas. <laughs> the, the best pregame. <laughs> I, I would not want to be the detailer taking care of that limo afterwards. <laughs> That'd be great. You know what a great road trip was? SEMA 20, SEMA 19. Uh, we were, I was at uh, the detailers meet and greet. And uh, one of the other guys, I just left. And one of the other guys was like, or actually this is 2018. One of the guys was like, hey, Greg, I've got a party bus. Let's go. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, a bunch of people, we just literally just got in this random party bus and we went in like a mini road trip. And it was crazy. Everybody was like yes. having fun and getting drunk and like dancing upside down on these poles. And then we get <laughs> somewhere, everybody just gets out. We're all just drunk, having a good time. That was a cool oh, road man. trip. I kind of think those are road trips, you know, in my mind. Yeah, 100%. I, I, for me, I, I really have wondered what would be my favorite road trip. Certain memories are definitely uh, going up to D.C. Most of the road mm. trips, right, you're young, right? You're in your... 20s yes. 20s seem to be the best time for road trips you just come because greg like you said you just hop in it doesn't matter it doesn't matter right like throw caution to the wind and, uh and... took a road trip up to dc with some friends to send a guy off that uh was going back to uh uh oh shit where was he going back to uh <laughs> some country out of fucking out of. <laughs> Australia. Jeez. Mick Moten was his name. What a horrible story. I pictured that. Uh, but it, this friend Mick was going back. And so we drove up to DC and that was a lot of fun, but I think probably my favorite road trip as an adult, I guess, is just, you know, but non-family wise was, uh, a couple of years ago on the podcast, uh, Jen Turcott came through and, uh, uh, she was driving, uh, Sarah from, uh, uh, at that time she was mermaid detailer no no wonderlust detailer and then now she works for rupes uh, she's the, hey, the, nice. the rupes girl and uh we were they were driving uh sarah was going up to denver and so they did a little stop here we did a, an episode we they met some local detailers we got some barbecue drank some beer it was like That's wicked yeah i just got in the car you know i yeah. had a little bag 
about a day before or so, I was like, hey, I'm going to go with you. Sure enough, that's what I did. Hopped in Boom. the car, drove with them. <laughs> I mean, that was a blast. There was yeah. no concern, nice. just hanging out like you, nice. you know, and even though I'm in my, my <laughs> mid to late 30s at that point, I, I felt like I was a young fucking kid again with no yeah, concern, yeah. just driving to Denver. <laughs> Who the fuck cares? You know, like it was awesome. We had a great time. That's the best, those spontaneous moments, you know? Yeah. yeah. You just find cool places to eat, cool places to hang out, do whatever you want. Uh, well, let's think about the holidays, right? Do you guys have any, because I get it, right? Like, we're not sh- quite sure if California really is even part of the U.S. anymore. They might not celebrate a lot of Thanksgiving. And we know up in Canada, that, you know, <laughs> come on, man. Like, you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. You're not happy that the pilgrims hooked us up, are you? I mean, nope. it, just, it is what it is. Uh, but, but overall, I mean, this is the time for road trips for reunions for traveling i mean it's crazy the amount of people that go around you know road tripping right now so holiday road trips for me as a kid were really only just to go see my grandma who's in stillwater oklahoma you might have heard of that place from the uh wrestling hall of fame no probably not there's a uh, there's a uh, OSU Cowboys. That's uh, okay. that's the only claim to fame to Stillwater. But so my granddad was actually a, a wrestler there, and he was in the, the oh, shit. wrestling Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's quite. That's a incredible. Son. WWF. Asked my mom, like, mom, what happened to my jeans? Come on, man. Like, what was his? What was his finisher move? Uh, I don't know, but he was undefeated in high school. Grew up in Stillwater. Uh, went to OSU. Was undefeated at OSU all four years. National champion. Went to the '36 Berlin Olympics. Damn. And Holy pinned shit. the guy in the gold medal round, but because wow. it was a collegiate pin instead of an Olympic pin, he got DQ'd. So his only loss oh. of his entire career was pinning a guy in the gold medal. Was this in a cage? Damn. Like a cage match? No, this is wrestling for the Olympics. Oh, like, oh, I thought this was like WWF. I actually, I wasn't allowed to watch WWE and that WWF growing up because my mom was so into real wrestling. She wouldn't let me watch any of the other stuff. Oh, shoot. There's a cool picture of my, my granddad, like on the podium. And the guy who got the bronze was German. So he was, Hitler was there. Nice. A, I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like he's yeah. German and Hitler's there, so like, it's like, like, yeah. it's like well, that like was a, the that was the Olympics. Like Jesse, Jesse won, he won the four gold medals or whatever in running or whatever. It was that same ah. Olympics. Dang. So, oh, anyway, wow. we would take road trips there, and for me as a road trip, right? Like I'm a kid. I hop. We had those big. You remember those big conversion vans? What year yeah, yeah. was that? Thirty six. Yeah. That was the first year the Olympics was televised. Oh, I didn't know. That. Oh, shit. Very first year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In Olympics. Yeah. The Germans, they, they put a shitload of money into that thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But do you remember, you remember those big that giant conversion vans back yeah. in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. That's what we had. And so they had uh-huh. these really cool captain chairs you could hop into and I'd hang out there for a little bit. But mostly I love to go pull that big couch thing Line. down in the back. And we yeah, had yeah, this, yeah. We had this little tiny TV. I mean, I swear that thing probably wasn't like six. You know, I mean it. It wasn't much, right? There's oh, little, wow. and I had these rabbit ears, and that's what we watched yeah. when we could. Or the cool thing was when we got a VCR. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah. This big old thing, like <laughs> that. Really, when we could watch a movie on a road yeah. trip, like that was the best. What did you guys always do? I I would usually sleep. I, I wasn't a good road tripper as a kid. Did, did you guys do anything as kids? 
I, I usually slept. I listened to yeah. music. Me and my brother, we had the like N64 and the GameCube. And then we had this little like mini TV that you could buy. And like yeah, yes. it all hooked into like a cigarette lighter. So you could like sit in the car and play like N64, which oh, it was very wicked. hard. It's on this little tiny screen. You're like, fuck, I can't. So hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's we awesome. Yeah. Back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, the only problem is, is like you're doing it and it's on a really small screen and you're looking down and it's in a car. So it makes you very uh, yeah. car sick. You're like, oh, I'm going to mess you up, dude. I'm going to kill you. And like, you're like, After ah, I puke. I'm going to puke. Hold on. Pull over. Oh, man. But always going to go to a reunion or hanging out with family, cool food, right? My, my uncle, yeah. who at that time, he owned a landscaping business here, but then he sold out and moved to Maine. He always brought quail. Quail? Quail. Like Dan? Like, did he hunt it himself or? Hell no. Just, well, <laughs> Like, how do you get they quail? Would, like, they yeah, like they roll into Costco. Hey, you know, I just, you got any of that quail on sale? Yeah. That's why I swear. I think I want to for Easter one year is is cook rabbit. I think it would be uh, for Easter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I ate a lot of rabbit as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. Lots of them. Yeah, I had anything the, weird for holidays on Easter? Uh, weird? No, not really. Traditional type stuff. But uh, what's tradition yeah. in, in Canada? Maple syrup. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah, maple syrup. <laughs> maple syrup. <laughs> Actually, that is true. That is maple. Yeah, yeah but the, yeah, the, the standard like turkey stuff. My parents raise raise animals, so they they always like keep back a turkey or something. So they're huge. With a maple send us one. glaze. Yeah, it's maple glazed exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The stuffing is actually just frozen cubes of maple syrup. Maple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, so pretty much traditional. Like we follow a lot of your same stuff. Uh, the one difference I'd say is like our household is a mixture of like West Indian and Canadian culture. So like we do a lot of like uh, we'll make like salt fish in the in the morning, stuff like that. And then uh, sometimes we'll just do oxtail. Um, so yeah, really good stuff. But uh, so oxtail. Oxtail, yeah. So it's the actual tail of an ox. Yeah, that's a Thanksgiving thing. Kind of. Well, no, but at our house, yeah. What do they do with the rest of the ox? It's always like ox tail, but what do they do with the whole rest of the ox? Yeah, with the rest of it. That's true. No, they they keep the ox working. No, I'm just. Oh, they just it grows back. They just. Yeah, exactly. It's like a lizard. Like a gecko. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I actually don't know. That's a good question. It's like shark soup. I always hear like, oh, we're eating ox tail. What about the rest of the ox? The rest of the ox. What did you do with it? Did you just throw it? No, we don't eat that it. stuff. No, no, no. no. <laughs> shark fin soup. Let's kill a shark just for the fin. Just for the fin, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Jeez. poor shark. Yeah, poor shark. Let's just right, kill so, all of it just for the tusk. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's great. So as now, Greg, you're, you're a family guy now, right? Yeah. What's the inside of your car look like, right? It's very clean. Still very clean? Yeah. Because your, your kid's still very young, right? Yeah, I, I, I plan on keeping Sweet. it clean. Like, and I, I plan on maintaining That was my plan too. My, 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 <laughs> yeah, I plan, I, I plan on it staying very clean. I, I have a feeling, and I have a feeling that people out there, just, they just raise heathens and they just let their kids just throw everything in the car and color on shit. And then they're like, my kid just yeah. did it. Oops. Yeah. You know, Oops. good example, good example. Me and my my wife, we were, we were leasing a house before we got married, or right when we got married, before we had kids. And the landlord person was like, uh, um, we told him we had three small dogs. They're just very small, mm. just little, little dachshunds. And the guy's like, 
oh, dogs, you know, I don't want my house getting messed up by the dogs. My dogs are old. And so they wanted to, they had to charge us a fee for the dogs, for the dogs, like a deposit. And the whole thing, time I'm thinking is like, dude, kids mess up house way more than dogs. Oh, way more. (laughs) And I'm like, why aren't you? And and so now I'm a kid and I'm wondering, I'm like, why don't they charge people deposits for the kid? Oh, you have yeah. four kids. That's four thousand dollar deposit or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they they should because kids definitely they punch holes in walls. They, the you, walls, know, they you name it. They yeah. color on everything. Yep, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, your car? What's it look like with kids running around? Uh, it's not too bad to be honest. Um, yeah, because our kids don't spend a whole lot of time in it, and if they do, if it's like road trips, then they're usually sleeping or something. But when they make a whoopsie, it's a bad one. So one time it was chili. Is that what you call it? You call it a whoopsie? <laughs> you call it a whoopsie. Yes. whoopsie. So, so one of them was eating chili and then uh, the car cut in front of us. I put on the brakes, but not too hard, but it was resting on her lap and she wasn't securing it in any way, shape or form. Oh no. Whoopsie. Oh yeah. Whoopsie. And then the other time we went to a restaurant and this waitress uh, gave my kid crayons. Like that would be a great idea. And she put them inside the handle part that you use to get out. And then it was the middle of July and I didn't know they were in there. So they melted, of course. And then they started dripping because it was really hot and it dripped all over the side of the door panel and stuff. But fortunately I own a shop. So I just dropped it off and said, Hey, Bobby, I'll be back in an hour. (laughs) But if I didn't own a shop, my car would be filthy. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, Yeah, if I was waiting like Greg for someone to call me, then uh, my car would be filthy. (laughs) Greg, I'm like you though. Like I, you know, it's, I had a little girl and then another little girl. Like I always really like, you weren't going to do this. We're gonna, Cause when I was a kid, right. I was given like, I think I remember one time or two times getting like this little Ziploc bag with a couple snacks. Right. Like okay, yeah. we weren't really allowed. Like you, if I would have done that, Sean, Oh, with the chili ass, they, they would have pulled the van over. Dad would have got out. My ass would have been like, they would have been spanking my ass yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, right? Yeah, That's just know, the way it was. You know, I'm very, I, I, I talk about this people, like with people often, I'm very picky about the car eating in the car. Like I, I, uh. I truly feel there's really no need to eat in the car. And, and nobody's like explained this to me. They're like, but I'm in a rush. I'm like, wait, you can't yeah, on a road stop trip? for a few. Yeah, even in road trip, pull even over, just eat. <laughs> Five and hours. Then, no continue food. back you know what i mean like all right so all right so the girlfriend i have i took her to uh to to actually our only family reunion of the year it was in labor day right i talk about it right it's over in arkansas very similar greg we pull into chick-fil-a my family the way i'm used to pull in the driveway drive through grab your food all right everybody good i just need my fries here give me my sandwich and i'm i mean this is what you do you just keep yeah. rolling yeah well, yeah, she wasn't used to that. Her flies go, her fries go flying. This that like, <laughs> she's cussing at me in Portuguese. I don't know what she's saying. Like it, <laughs> it was crazy. Like I, I like so from now on, Greg, she has that rule, and I, I have, uh, I have consolidated my own beliefs, and have agreed to uh, now pull over. And let uh, us eat our our food and not drive and then around go. with it. But yeah, 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 because I, I've noticed it's a. a I, when I was a kid, it used to be the same thing. Like, oh, hey, we're going to get the food and get eat in the car. And then as I became an adult, and especially when I started riding motorcycles, you have to stop to eat. You can't eat while you ride. So mm. I, I became accustomed to just stopping. And then I noticed it was way more enjoyable. You stop, 
you take a piss, you eat food, it's you relax, yeah. you stretch your legs, and then you continue on and you can actually probably do like longer stints. I, with the listen, I, I understand, but the majority, right? The majority of people don't do that. No. It's going to be the way I was where I was pressed, like no reason to sit there for 15 minutes and eat food when we can be on the road for 15 minutes driving, <laughs> right? Like, let's just get there. Yeah. That's just the way to like, or you got snacks, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. you got a four hour road trip. You don't need to stop for an actual meal. You just got a bunch of shit, right? To snack on. Mm-hmm. For yeah. me, that's Reese's Pieces. I love uh, yeah. Reese's Pieces on a road trip. <laughs> and then I love, uh, I, I love anything. Like I've got to mix it then with Coke and then not, not that yeah, yeah. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Uh, what will you drive? <laughs> like this is a trucker podcast. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> and cheeses. I love cheeses too, oh. but only on road trips. Oh, so man. the crazy. I just, I just, I just picture is. the little cheese. It's just when you bite it, go. Yeah, <laughs> all over. <laughs> and then it's just. I feel like that's just what I imagine. All over the. Oh shit! <laughs> and then you got kids, right? Then the kids are back there chomping on whatever they like. And mm. normally a car is always gets just gutted. Can't that, it. yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, Greg, this is going to be really interesting. And when your little son grows up and, and, and he wants to grab a, a, a snack on the way on to go visit grandma. See what's going to happen. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see what happens. So yeah. you, have to, you have to choose the right snack. It's like when I'm in the car and I'm on a road trip, I'll eat things like berries, Right. Or like things that won't explode when you bite into them. It's not like a million crumbs. Like, you know what's not allowed in my car? Anything in the bag that crinkles. Anything like that, not allowed in my car. Okay? <laughs> if it's a bag that you have to open, like at the pinch and pull hard. If it's a bag that's like made out of foil type material. Anything uh, most of the chip bags now, I've seen they've switched them. They're noisier than, than normal. I find. Any, anything like yeah. that, it's not allowed in my car. And it's not because of the noise, <laughs> because anything inside those bags is just it's messy. crumbs, crumbs yes. and it just explodes everywhere and it drives me nuts. All right. So <laughs> let's think that if this is the most traveled time, right? This week, these next coming weeks, going into Christmas, right? The holiday season is the, by far, the greatest time where most people go reunions, visit family, whatever. Everybody's going to be on the road. Everybody's going to be in the car. They're going to be snacking. They're going to be eating. They're stopping, whichever they do, right? Should we as detailers begin to start advertising towards those customers? Now, should we, this is interesting, Greg, because we chatted about this a second ago. Should, I mean, I think the answer is going to be yes, right? So we'll go into that, how we do that in a second. Should we be doing it all the way this week during, you know, the, the Thanksgiving as we launch the holiday season? Should we do it on specific days? What's your what's your thought? They should do it after, right? When they come home on Monday. Mm. Get your car cleaned up after your road trip because I know your car is filthy. Start dirty. marketing now yeah. that marketing when you now. return from the road trip to get your car cleaned. Well, I like to start the marketing right after the road trip because when people are on this road trip, they're not they're not paying attention to that type of stuff. But if you get it ready and you get it set up and then Monday you turn on the marketing and you're, and you get all your, you have your ads and your posts already ready to go, but you're doing it Monday. I feel like Monday, a lot of people are looking at things and they'll see that, you know, but if you do it too early, people don't look at it. And also 
It's like a lot of businesses, they shoot themselves in the foot with Black Friday. Um, and it's the reason why we were talking about earlier why they do the Black Friday week is because they were pushing away customers the entire week before Black Friday. Nobody was buying anything. Yeah. And because they were saying, oh, I'm not going to buy anything today because next week it's going to be even cheaper. So I'll just wait next week. And then they might forget about it and just not go to the store. And then, so then you lost yeah. the customer technically twice. It was a two loss. So that's why all the customers are doing Black Friday deals now, you know, uh, so people don't forget about that. But with detailing services, I would start Monday, just right off the bat, Monday, Tuesday, uh, when people are looking to get their car washed. 100%. Yeah. Um, Plus, you don't want to get lost in the shuffle too, right? Like they're, they're getting slammed with sales pitches just everywhere. So you're just going to be, your offer is not going to stand out from the crowd kind of thing, right? Yeah. So you're better off to double up on your marketing on Monday instead of trying to, you know, squeeze something in this week. Yeah, I'll be, on, I'll be honest, like uh, Black Friday, um, I'm, I'm a consumer too. <laughs> I spend money as well. And um, the Black Friday deals this year, last year, they were all garbage. I did not see anything good. And I would seriously spend several thousand dollars on Black Friday and, and buy a whole lot of stuff if the deals were good. They're just fucking horrible. So if you're listening to this out there, offer some value on your Black yeah. Friday deals after. Do some Black Friday deals after Thanksgiving. Hey, listen, Greg, we're talking, we've talked, this is what's funny, right? I always got to bring up these moments because Greg and I have over, I mean, not only just the past year, but over the past years, we've always talked about this ceramic coating bubble burst. Listen, mm. the amount of detailers that have been doing these big, like 50% off, 70, I mean, I'm seeing numbers that are crazy. And it's some even local sponsoring ads, local 30, 50% off ceramic coating, 50% off getting your ceramic, your car ceramic coated. Is that, I mean, we're not going to dive into that today, but it's like, wow. Like, is that a part of that bubble starting to burst instead of going after interiors and thinking around, you know, hey, people around this time are going to be traveling. And I guess they could talk about ceramic coatings being, you know, for the outside. But most of the time, I, I feel when customers, people that have daily drivers, are using their vehicles in this time, they're more concerned about the inside, right? Because Greg, you already said, oh, hell no, you ain't eating that in here, right? There's plenty of people that way. And they can go, hey, I'll just get a wash and we'll get a detail. We'll get it cleaned up when we get back. The outside, they know it's going to get dirty. They're not worried about it. But you fuck up my inside, that's going to be, listen, like my dad, right? If I fucked up the inside of his big old conversion van, boy, I tell you what, my ass was getting beat. So Oof. we think, I'd love to know your guys' opinions on what should a marketing plan be for the holiday season around detailers, right? Like, so let's go around. Sean, I'll start with you. You know, give us a a good marketing plan for, you know, what a detailer should be doing around these times, you know, where they should be marketing, how they should be marketing, you know, take some time, give us, give us your thoughts. For sure. Um, so good stuff. So I would start with first thing is figure out what your marketing budget is overall. And if it's smaller, I would do, as we've suggested is just double up everything on Monday. If you have a little bit more money to spend, it's okay to throw out some ads now and get a feel because that data you're going to get back will help craft your ads for Monday as well. So I would, I would start with that approach. And another thing too, that we touched on last podcast was take some time off 
And what I mean by that is if you're going to start running all your ads on Monday, I wouldn't book myself solid on Monday if you're working alone or something like that, because I would actually reserve some time to be able to follow up with the people that do respond to my ads so that you can actually fill up your whole pipeline. You're going to sacrifice four or five hours, let's say on Monday or Tuesday, like both days, but then you're able to actually close two weeks or three weeks worth of work versus if you're working and you're not replying to these people submitting, well, they're going to forget about you by the time you get back to them. So you're wasting your money. So I would start by scheduling your own time first and figure out what your budget is. And then I would, I would target things like Facebook, YouTube, things where you have gender demographics, where you have age demographics. And I would target people that have children because you know they were likely traveling. And I wouldn't do something like a percent off. I wouldn't do, me personally, it doesn't tell the customer what it costs. 50% off, well, does it cost 20 grand? Does it cost this and that? I think it would be better off if you just threw in a bunch of stuff, like free gifts, you know, like free interior ceramic, free this, free that, when they get an exterior ceramic or free interior detailing when they get the ceramic or something like that. That's, that's what I would do personally, because it also stands out different from everyone else that's saying X percent off. But that's what I would start with. Great thoughts. You know, I, I like that idea too. It, it goes, it goes with offering value and, and, and people mm. want some type of value on black Friday. They, they're not going to buy something on black Friday or even the whole rest of the month, unless they're getting some type of value. It's like, I was going to go buy yeah. some soap. The, the, actually the best deal I've actually seen for black Friday is the Dr. So- Squash, Dr. Squash, oh, soap, right? Dr. Squatch was putting some ads out. They have a great ad campaign on TikTok, nice. especially. They have a huge TikTok ad campaign. Like, I feel like they go harder on TikTok than a lot of people on the ads. And um, I was like, oh, let me just go see what Dr. Squatch ads are. And uh, they had some holiday gift set. It was like 20% off gift sets. So I'm like, okay, I went. And they had one that was like $80, but it came with like 14 soaps or something or 20 mm. soaps. I did the math and the soaps ended up being like $3 a soap. I was like, wow, that's a really good deal. Like, man, that's some good stuff. It's it's that value that you want to just offer customers. It was, it was value to me because the soaps were a great price per item. I was like, oh, wow, that's great. I wasn't getting anything free, but it was a great value on that. Some people aren't going to take the time to bust out the calculator and divide it by how many items. So a free item might be a great, uh, deal for that. Like um, right now on mastersonswax.com, the deal that I'm running right now is you spend $75 or more, you get a free gift. And mm. what's the free gift going to be? We don't know, right? The, the cost, it might be a $200 people, paste wax. People like that though. Yeah, yeah. You they know like what I mean? like the surprise stuff. Yeah. Like some people like the surprise, right? And and uh, that, that offers great value. And then we're also giving 30% off. So we're giving 30% off plus a gift value. So it kind of hits, for me, it hits both markets. It hits the discount. It hits the free gift market. It's both. Beautiful. And, and you can do that too, man. We're doing 20% off interior detail details plus free odor, AC odor removal. Mm-hmm. That's a great one, you know? Um, I think that's a great service that gives a lot of value that costs the detailer pennies uh, and yeah. it's very little time. That's the thing. They're so lucky. There's so many different things like value add-ons that they can throw in that literally cost pennies. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not like if you're, you're selling cars, it's like free winter tires or something. It's like, you know, that's a big expense compared to, you know, odor removal or something like that. You know, it's. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what a free, a free good one is a free glass coating. Tell people, guys, we're going to do a free glass coating on your glass. 
It helps keep your glass cleaner when it rains. So you have better visibility in this winter season that's coming up December, January, February. Oh, that's great, man. Usually, how much is it to normally get your windows coated? Oh, it's normally $199, yeah. but we're doing it for free when you do an exterior detail with us. Oh, shit. 100%. And people like Funny. that. We do a similar approach targeting Teslas. Uh, so people that have liked Tesla and all that stuff on, online, we target them, hoping that they have a Tesla because sometimes we don't have that information with their ads. Uh, but we target them for interior coating on the front seats only for free um, because with the white seats uh, that it's renowned for just, you know, soaking up the gene dye, right? Yeah, that's like um, a half, a half gift. And then the, because they're getting those for free, they're probably going to want to add on the backs. Exactly. And so they did buy something. <laughs> it's all about 100%. giving, giving great value to the customer. And a lot of these detailers, they just, if they offered some great value, people would go to them more and they make more money and and for everybody that's listening to this if you're competing against a car wash the car wash value is that they're open all the time <laughs> that you can just yep. go there and get the car washed and leave you got to offer more value as a detailer to compete with that like coming to their house at more open times maybe earlier times maybe later times uh that's 100 well. it's funny you say that actually because uh, there's a member of orbis x that he did something I hadn't seen before, but he flipped his business hours. So he spends his day doing whatever he wants and he details only when people are not at work. And so yes, yes. He, he found that a lot of them want to be home when it's happening. You know, they don't want to be at work without their vehicle. They didn't want him to come to their workplace, things like that. So he, he's actually having a lot of success, but he just flipped his business hours and that's what he does. He worked it out with his spouse and they just spend time, you know, during the day, stuff like that. And it just took a little initiative like that, but yeah, so some cre creative thinking. You know? I like that. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's a good idea. I know. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> you were saying you were saying something a second ago, Sean. Uh, Greg chased a rabbit. Do you remember what you were talking through? Uh, we were talking about the free gift, the Teslas. Um, yes. Yeah. No worries. I I just I didn't yeah. Know, Greg hopped in. I was going to get you back to that. I love when we hop in and, and give oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. our thoughts. I'm trying to think. Um, and I was talking about how we target people like with families and stuff like that to our demographics. I don't know if that was. I don't know, but now no? we've got like 15 seconds of dead air. So that kind of sucks. So <laughs> sorry, sorry Whatever that. I we was saying, I'm sure it was gold. What? And... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You know, I, I, I think of marketing around these times, I specifically always talked to them. And this is the reason why I brought it up for today is I, I always talked with, with mobile detailing when I was doing like always around and in the car washing world too. These times are always pivotable for the road trip, right? Like mm -hmm. to me, it makes sense then that we play into that. And, and as detailers, we market towards the customer going on a road trip, visiting family. You could do it a couple different ways. I think one way to do it, which would be cool, is be like, hey, when you pull up to your family and they see that car looking so mm. good, isn't that really what you want about the holiday? You know, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Or, you know, or spin off of a way, you know, I, I talked about earlier with my dad. Like, I think it'd be hilarious to have a picture of the inside with some kids or something or or a video, you know, speaking of TikTok, Greg, the the amount of detailers going on TikTok over this past year that you and I have been talking about it is just, it's exploding. insane, bro. Mm. The insane. ones that aren't doing it are missing out on learning how to creatively, creatively 
market their business because marketing is transcending from just saying here to, mm -hmm. hey, let me walk you through this journey on how to get here. So I think a fun TikTok or a little video would be, and then the, other, the interesting part too about TikTok is now Instagram because of stories and they've, they've done that for a little bit, but then reels, like it's pushing Instagram further in their algorithm to only looking at that type of material, mm -hmm. that 10 to 15 second video clip. And if it could be done around the inside of a kid spilling, if you could do some videos around crumbs, I mean, I think that would be hilarious, Greg. Like the sound of that, you know, the bag or the sound. Like, Opening up. I know. Oh, shit. Are my kids making a mess back there? Hey, don't worry. We'll get it cleaned up for you when you get back. You know, yeah, or, yeah. or to your guys' point of giving away something is like, hey, you know, this is what's going to happen. Don't worry. Before you left, you got a detail with us. And because of it, we had this special. We put down an interior protectant for you. You know, it could be a fabric guard or something. That's true. Super easy. Yeah, now, you, now you got me thinking. Something I think we'll do at our shop is I'm going to take, uh, like, one of the guy's kids or something and get him to have, have them, like, open a bag of chips. And the kid just looks up at the camera and says, oopsie. You know, and it'll be like, don't worry. Auto World's here for all the oopsie. oopsie you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, think, I think putting people into those situations to where they could realize why they need you. Be, Absolutely. Be it's that selling the value thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Cause like I'm capable of cleaning it. But I don't want to clean it. If someone else is going to do it for a good price, you know? So it's yeah, yeah. exactly right. Well, however you guys celebrate, wherever you go, whatever you do, I, I, I hope you have a, a really great holiday that's coming up and uh, cheers to community and uh, we'll be sure to drink some frosty cold beverages or mix up some nice mixed drinks, Greg. Yeah. We'll be drinking uh, wine for this uh, Thanksgiving. Ooh. Okay. Nice, nice. Red, white, rosé. Always red with the turkey. Okay. People, will, all right. Some people like white wine with the turkey, but I don't yeah, think. because because it's a light bird. <laughs> yeah. Stick yeah. with. Red. I go with I go with a Pinot or a Syrah with the turkey. Yeah. Okay, all right. Follow Greg for more wine advice. <laughs> nice. All right, man. Like Hope this. you guys have a great week. We'll talk to y'all next week. Happy you Happy too. holidays. Adios. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a great day. Looking forward to Mobile Tech 2022. Sheldon, what can you tell us all about it? Well, uh, we're back at the Rose and Shingle Creek. That's where we we're in 2020. That was the most successful Mobile Tech Expo we've ever had in the 21 years. So really looking forward to that. Um, you know, it's been a while since a lot of us got to see each other. So we're really looking forward to, you know, having some welcome back parties, lots of hands-on education, and just a really great, you know, three days, January 27th through 29th, uh, Orlando at the Rose and Shingle Creek. And where do people go to sign up? Registration is open at mobiletechexpo.com. As always, you can use code PINTS, P-I-N-T-S, to save 15% off uh, your expo or uh, education day pass. That's awesome. All right, community, go now. Register today at mobiletechexpo.com and use discount code PINTS for 15% off. Sheldon, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.